Hello and welcome to episode three of Judd's Travel Bag, the podcast. Before I, I get started with our topic tonight, I'd like to stop and ask any of you who are listening who are, are the praying kind to stop and, and say a prayer for Shane. He's one of my students, or my, one of my former students, and was badly injured in a football game on Saturday. Uh, he's in that stage where he's through surgery, and now they're in that scary wait-and-see phase. Um, he's a great kid, and like all my students, I love him, and, I, and he's definitely in my, my thoughts tonight. So those of you who are prayers, please just uh, send a quick prayer up for, for Shane. So folks, we've been through our alpha test and our beta test, and so far nothing has caught on fire, and no one has showed up at my front door with pitchforks. So I guess we need to plow ahead with episode number three. I read somewhere online that a the average podcast uh, lasts 2.3 episodes. So if everything goes right, at the end of tonight, we will officially be above average. Tonight's episode is a little bit different. If you notice in the background, you might hear crickets and cicadas and bullfrogs. That's because I am recording live from my campsite here in Bucyrus. Uh, I decided that, hey, if we're going to be above average, we're going to pull out all the stops and go on the road to record. That's right. So let's take a couple seconds here. You can listen to the, the ambiance of, of camping. So I, intended on, I intend on recording this all in one take. So if you hear me start to scream, that means a raccoon, possum, or a skunk has brushed up against my leg. Or that Bigfoot has abducted me and drugged me off into the woods, which I'm, I am perfectly fine with if Judd's travel bag is able to prove the existence of Bigfoot. So besides being a little bit different because uh, we're recording it on the road, um, I've decided that tonight's going to be a little bit different too because it's going to be our first episode in, a, in an arc of episodes that I'm going to use to talk about the arts. And I have several guests planned. And kind of the focus is going to be both the arts in personal experience and also uh, local artists and people that I'd like to talk to that, that are making a living or trying to make a living as an artist in our, in our little rural area. Tonight I'm going to start talking about my, my personal experience in the arts. Now in my life I've been involved in lots of different kinds of, lots of different types of arts on many, many levels. Uh, in my younger days I was a passable musician. And I could say that in the end, without music, I would not be the person that I am today. At this point, I, I could, and I totally plan on eventually doing an episode on what music means to me. But we're going to save that for later when I have my, my music guest lined up. Tonight, though, I want to talk about a passion that I've had a long time, and not, not a lot of you know that I, that I have it. Uh, I've had this since I was little. It's, it's a passion with photography. And, and the beginning of the story goes way, way back in our family mythology. When I was probably three, our family was hiking in, in Michigan. And as usual, I ride on my dad's, was riding on my dad's shoulders. And this little two-year-old hears a helicopter above him. And I demand the Instamatic camera to take a picture. And I, and I grab it and I point and I shoot. And at the, at the end, when my parents got that roll of film back, there the helicopter was dead center. Right there in the middle of the picture, which, by the way, is the is a terrible composition, by the way. But when you're two, I guess we'll, we'll let that pass. 
but never put your subject to the dead center. <clears throat> so I, pro I progressed through elementary and eventually got my first camera that was my own, probably about fifth grade, and that was the Kodak 110. And it was, it was awesome because it had an automatic built-in flash, which is a feature that I absolutely hate today. But back then, when you're, when you're a fifth grader, it's, it's pretty cool. But things really got started for real when I was in eighth grade, and that's with the help of uh, one of the people my parents taught with, John Lugers. I was able to get my first camera that was able to shoot uh, professional shots, and it was a Canon AE-1. And it was really cool because it was the, it was the official camera of the 1984 Olympic Games, and it came with this, this special commemorative lens cover, which I yeah, later lost it in the Grand Canyon. But that's a whole other episode. Which, by the way, Mom, if you're listening, I will finally, I promise that I will finally, through this podcast, finish the uh, travel journal from 1985. So that was just for you, Mama. So after, after I got that camera, every dime pretty much went to film, developing. Eventually I had an amateur dark room, lenses, motor winder, you name it. And photography became a real passion of mine. It was probably my first real, real hobby, and I kind of dedicated myself to it. In high school, I probably took 40% of the pictures that were in the yearbook. And in the end, I even got to shoot a, a couple weddings. But that's when I start, started to figure out the truth about my art. I cannot stand taking posed pictures. They feel, they feel untruthful to me. You know, even at a wedding, I wanted to capture those unguarded moments, not the, the fake moments when everybody's smiling, but more those unguarded moments where you really see people's feelings and emotions. You know, I still took those pose pictures, but they never felt like my passion or, or my art. Originally, I wanted to study photojournalism in college, but soon I realized that photojournalism is an absolute cutthroat world, and unless you are like working for National Geographic or, or one of the huge newspapers, you do not make a living at it, unless you're in the upper, absolute upper echelon. You know, I think you're going to hear that as a common theme as I talk to, my, to our local artists, is that I guess sometimes life gets in the way, and you have to, if you like to eat, you have to uh, find a more realistic job. I definitely grew away from photography in college, and life got too chaotic for it after that. And I kind of let that passion gather dust for a good 25 years, and I only picked it up in the last few months again. Uh, since Kelly died, I, I picked it up as one of those ways to kind of to kill time. I, I find photography is a great way for me to express myself and document just things that I'm going through. I've always been drawn to what I call the, the beauty of decay. You know, it's, I think it's easy to capture the beauty in flowers and nature, and, and I love doing that. But if you want to find real truth, real truth is finding the beauty in rust and decay. That's, that's more of a challenge. And I think it kind of speaks to the truth of the human condition, that there'll, there'll always be rot and rust and decay, but in that, we can also find beauty. <laughs> you know, I wasn't planning on, on touching on the grief journey tonight, but I guess it comes full circle. Uh, we can't stop these cycles of life and death and decay and rust, but I guess we can all find the beauty in them. Hmm. 
Well, I guess we've kind of come to the end of episode three tonight, and we now, ladies and gentlemen, are officially above average. Let's all give us ourselves a round of applause. A big shout out from the cicadas. <laughs> now remember, if you have a comment or show question, or please a suggestion for a topic, hit me up on social media. I'm Judd Lehman on Facebook. I am at Judd Lehman on Twitter. You can also email me. I made a new new email address for to contact me about the show. It's called Judd'sJourney at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out the blog. I'll be having an, adding an updated blog uh, entry here shortly uh, at Judd'sTravelBag.com. But I also have a couple shout-outs tonight. First, got a shout-out to the Sunset Springs Campground here in beautiful Osceola, Ohio. And Osceola doesn't have a, doesn't have a post office, so if you're looking for it, you have to search for uh, Sunset Springs in Bucyrus. It's a great campground, clean campground, great beach, and a very friendly staff. I highly recommend you camping here. Also, got to thank the man, the myth, the legend, Dan Ruckman, for helping me with the chord progressions of our new theme song. Uh, please don't forget to say a little prayer for Shane, if you're the praying kind. Also, uh, thanks to all of you for listening, and look for a new episode next weekend. And I guess that's it. Good night from me, and for my friends, the thousands of cicadas around me. And thanks for listening. Good night. <laughs>